Hello and welcome to Down the Stretch for the weekend of March the 7th and 8th, 2020. I am your host, Dan Davidson, broadcasting to you from beautiful Versailles, Kentucky, here in the heart of thoroughbred country. Down the Stretch is a show dedicated to the sport of thoroughbred racing, and each week we review the graded stakes action from across the country. If you're new to the sport or just wondering what graded stakes are, it's the highest level of competition in the sport of thoroughbred racing, with the races being categorized as a grade one, a grade two, or a grade three by the Racing Commission, with grade one being the highest. This past weekend, we had 12 graded stakes races, and three of those races were Kentucky Derby prep races, and three of the races were Kentucky Oaks prep races, meaning the top four finishers in each of those races were awarded points towards the Kentucky Derby or the Kentucky Oaks. And the top 20 points earners are the ones that get to race in the Derby or the Oaks. And we're going to kick things off with the Grade 3 Challenger Stakes at Tampa Bay Downs on March the 7th. This was going a mile and a 16th on the dirt for four-year-olds and up with a purse of $100,000. And they're off and running in the 29th renewal of the Challenger, breaking tardily was Sandino Ruler. And breaking alertly at Miradley Pier is gunning right for the early lead along the rail trophy chaser. Now moves through to be second king for a day, the favorite up on the outside with clear racing room third, and now the early trailer is Big Dollar Bill. As they circle the clubhouse turn at Mirably Pier, now moves up and has the lead now by a length and a half toward the rail. Trophy Chaser is now back slightly to be third up on the outside. That's King for a day in a good spot, now taking over second. Debbie's Passion, the long shot, now travels along fourth. Then it's three lengths farther back to Big Dollar Bill along the rail, now fifth. Prompt is there from between horses, sixth. Sandino Ruler on the outside, seventh. And then it's a break of three to Harold Queen's Noble Drama. He'll spot him seven lengths as they continue their journey up the backstretch. Admirably Pier now being pressured by the heavy favorite. King for a day on the outside, draws alongside, now to challenge. A length and a half farther back, trophy chaser being knuckled on toward the rail third. Up on the outside, Debbie's passion is set down for the drive fourth. And Prompt is racing along fifth. Midway in the turn, King for a day being confidently handled by Johnny V. Can wait no longer and now going on with it and has the lead now by a length and a quarter. Trophy Chaser takes up the chase second. Admirably Pier is all in. Debbie's passion on the outside. Here's Prompt swinging to the center of the racetrack now to be third as they turn into the stretch. King for a day has the lead, but Trophy Chaser and Paco Lopez were down to two inside the final for long. Trophy Chaser on the outside. King for a day battles back gamely along the rail. It's Trophy Chaser and he'll get up and take it in the shadow of the wire. From King for a day, a long ways back to prompt and big dollar bill. The running time on the board, 142.28. And Trophy Chaser gets up just in time to take the challenger stakes away from King for a day. Trophy Chaser is by Twirling Candy out of the successful appeal mayor European Union. Well, this four-year-old colt was bred in Kentucky by Overbrook Farm and Kildare Stud, owned by JCA Racing Stable, LLC, trained by Juan Carlos Avila, and I actually have an interview with him coming up later in the broadcast, so stay tuned, ridden by Paco Lopez. In 11 career starts, Trophy Chaser has been in the money eight times and now has earnings of over $243,000. 
Trophy Chaser was a 2016 Keeneland November weanling, selling for 35000 As a yearling in 2017 at Keeneland, he RNA'd or did not meet his reserve price at 55000 However, in 2018, at the Ocala two-year-old in training sale, he did go for $42,000. And finishing second was King for a Day. This four-year-old colt is by the beautiful Uncle Mo out of the French deputy mayor, You Bet We're Even. Bred in Kentucky by Red Oak Stable, also owned by Red Oak Stable. King for a Day is trained by Todd Pletcher and ridden by John Velasquez. King for a Day has seven career starts now, but in the money five times with earnings of just over $260,000. Finishing third was Prompt. This five-year-old is by Blame out of the Pulpit Mare Storm Tracer. Bred in Kentucky by James Carp, also owned by James Carp. Trained by Bill Mott and ridden by Florent Giroux. In 13 career starts, Prompt has been in the money seven times, with earnings now of just over $195,000. And next up at Tampa Bay Downs on March the 7th was the Grade 2 Hillsborough Stakes. This was going a mile and an eighth on the turf for four-year-olds and up fillies and mares with a purse of $225,000. And they're off and running in the 22nd running of the Hillsborough. Along the rail, Dinatel breaks for the lead up on the outside. There goes Jehoza Cat now moving up the challenge with Beautiful Lover, also away with the top flight. Right there between horses is Wish Upon, and the last horse away, Kelsey's Cross. As they pass under the wire for the first time, Dinatel moves up and has the lead. Jehoza Cat with clear racing room, second. Then it's a length and a half farther back. Up on the outside, Hanalai Moon now moves up to be third. Down along the inner rail, Magic Star with a ground-saving trip fourth. There's the millionaire from between horses, Starship Jubilee. In tight quarters now, racing along fifth. A length and a half farther back, Lady Oxbow is up on the outside. A length and a half farther back to Juliana. Then it's a break of three. The wish upon and the trailer is Kelsey's Cross. That's the 11 of them, nine links from front to back as they settle for their journey up the backstretch. Dinatel shows the lead three parts of a length from the outside Jehozacat in a stocking position second get explicit moves through and now a bit closer third Hanalei Moon she's three wide on the outside and now on the prowl fourth Magic Star is there from between horses fifth a length and a half farther back Starship Jubilee patient waitingly and now gets the wake up call and there goes Starship Jubilee she's picking off horses one by one as they approach the quarter mile pole Hanalei Moon and Gallardo they strike to the lead Jeho- Hosekat is second and Starship Jubilee storming up on the outside and beautiful lover. Fans four wide now to challenge it's wide open. Jehozakat has the lead. Here's beautiful lover on the outside and Starship Jubilee is there between horses. Here's Starship Jubilee in front. Beautiful lover on the outside. Gamely can't get to the leader. Starship Jubilee. She remains razor sharp to take the hills but a length and a half. Beautiful lover was there second. Kelsey's cross came from far back to get up for third. The running time on the board. 147.83. What a magnificent racehorse. The seven-year-old Starship Jubilee is by Indy Wind out of the Forest Wildcat Mare. Perfectly wild. Bred in Florida by William P. Soren. Owned by Blue Heaven Farm. Trained by Kevin Attard. And ridden by Javier Castellano. Starship Jubilee has 35 career starts. She's been in the money 25 times, and her career earnings now are just shy of $1.5 million. Of those 35 career starts, 16 of those have been graded stakes races. 
Five of her last six starts have all been graded stakes races. She won five of the last six races. She finished second in the grade three Cardinal stakes in November of last year. And so her career earnings now stand at almost $1.5 million. As a yearling in 2014 at the Ocala Breeders' Sale, she sold for a mere $6,500. As a two-year-old in training at the 2015 Ocala Breeders' Sale, she did not meet her reserve at 34000 so she didn't sell. And then in Keeneland, November in 2018 at the breeding stock sale, she again did not meet her reserve at $425,000. Probably a wise investment to hold on to this filly and keep running her. She's doing great. The running second was the four-year-old filly Beautiful Lover by Arch out of the Quiet American Mare American Skipper, bred in Florida by Thomas Coleman, owned by Paul Pompa Jr. and Gary Tolchin, trained by Chad Brown and ridden by Paco Lopez. Beautiful Lover has seven career starts and been in the money five of those times with earnings of just over $184,000. Beautiful Lover sold in the 2018 two-year-old-in-training sale for $475,000. And running third was Kelsey's Cross. This four-year-old filly is by Anthony's Cross out of the trippy mare Amy's Alley, bred in Florida by Wynn Jolly and Mary Jolly, owned by Sanford Bacon and Patrick Biancone Racing, trained by Patrick Biancone and ridden by Florent Giroux. In 10 career starts now, Kelsey's Cross has been in the money seven times, with earnings of just over $203,000. And next up at Tampa Bay Downs on March the 7th was the Grade 3 Florida Oaks. This was going a mile and a 16th on the turf for three-year-old fillies with a purse of $200,000. And they're off and running in the 37th running of the Grade 3 Florida Oaks. Walkin' Marikosh is away alertly and reaching up for the lead, early lead. Up on the outside, there's the favorite outburst. Now moving to challenge. Correctness comes away with a top flight. Up on the outside, that's Blame Debbie looking to cross over. Far outside is Mejelin, and far, far back in the early going is Avetsu. They make their charge to the clubhouse turn, and they sort themselves out an outburst. The favorite going on with it. Much closer today and has the lead now by a length and a half. Walkin' Marikosh is there toward the rail. Now settling into stride second. Up on the outside, correctness in the two-path third. Back to the inside is the second choice, New York Groove. Down along the inner rail, now racing along fourth. Blame Debbie, just her outside, now fifth. There's... Michelin carrying the Godolphin Blue. Up on the outside is sixth. Back to the inside, Secret Stash will need racing room seventh. Galios Ballerina racing along eighth. One length farther back, Maribou May racing along ninth. How ironic on the outside. Three lengths farther back to Secure Connection. And Avetsu is still the trailer. That's the 12 of them. Ears pricked and on the lead into the far turn outburst. We'll try to take them start to finish. Correct us on the outside, second. Walk in Marikosh. And now Bravo will secure racing room toward the rail third a length and a half farther back secret stash is on the move and now she angles to the two path and she's full of run but meanwhile up front outburst held together beautifully up front by castellano has three sixteenths of a mile to run in the florida oaks walking marikosh ducks to the inside and runs at the leader correctness is third on the outside where the late run is secret stash it's outburst still in front Walkin' Marikosh will be lunging late out first. Here's Walkin' Marikosh on the outside, and they'll come to the wire, heads apart. Very, very tight. Looks like Outburst might have hung on. And the running time on the board, 142.03 in the Florida Oaks. 
Wow, what a race. Outburst led wire to wire. And the second place horse, Walk in Marrakesh, she came charging down the stretch and almost overtook Outburst. But Outburst would not be denied and held on for first. The top three horses in this race were all European-bred horses. And holding on for first was Outburst. This three-year-old filly is by Outstrip by the Shamardal mare Diadu, bred in Great Britain by Rainer Stockel and Manfred Wurtenberger, owned by Mark Dantapel, TSF Thoroughbred Racing LLC, and Rebecca Hillen, trained by Eddie Keneally and ridden by Javier Castellano. Outburst has four career starts now, been in the money all four times, earnings of just over $115,000. Outburst was a 2018 Arcana yearling selling for $28,000 and a 2019 Arcana two-year-old in training selling for $42,000. With a brilliant stretch drive and finishing second was Walk in Marrakesh. This three-year-old filly is by Siuni out of the Shamadar Lair Walk and Beauty, bred in Ireland by Marybelle Irish Farm, owned by Marybelle Stable LLC, trained by Ignacio Carreras, and ridden by Joe Bravo. Walk Marrakesh has seven career starts now, been in the money all seven times, and earnings of just over $117,000. And finishing third was Secret Stash. This three-year-old filly is by Mukdaram, out of the Lomitus Mare Popitzlovin, bred in Ireland by Kildara Stud, owned by Gary Barber, trained by Mark Cassie, and ridden by Sammy Camacho. Secret Stash has five career starts now, been in the money three times, with earnings of $35,000. Secret Stash was a 2018 Goffs Orby Yearling, selling for $40,000. And next up at Tampa Bay on March the 7th was the Lamholm South Tampa Bay Derby. This was a grade two race going a mile and a sixteenth on the dirt for three-year-olds with a purse of $400,000. And this was a derby prep race with points assigned to it. And what a race it was. And they're off and running to a perfect start in the 40th renewal of the Lamb Home South Tampa Bay Derby. Relentless dancers away alertly from the outside King Guillermo. Now moves up to challenge down along the inner rail. That's Texas Swing away with the top flight Spa City is up on the outside as they circle the clubhouse turn and now sort themselves out. Relentless Dancer now going to the lead from the outside. King Guillermo is there second. Texas swing toward the rail. Third Spa City is from between horses now fourth. Bye-bye Melvin in the three-path racing along fifth. Then it's one length farther back to market. Analyst toward the rail now sixth. Chance it with clear racing room on the outside seventh. Then it's three lengths farther back. Momosa is there toward the rail and now racing along eighth. Up on the outside that's Unrighteous. Now racing along ninth. There's two and a half lengths farther back. Sole Volante is at this point racing along 11th and tons of gold is 12th and last. A half mile to run in the Lamb Home South Tampa Bay Derby. Relentless Dancer and Gallardo trying to take him start to finish. Long shot King Guillermo going after the leader second. Texas Swing is there toward the rail third. Three lengths farther back. Market Endless set down for the drive fourth. And there goes Chancet on the outside and Paco Lopez sets him down for the drive, and he's picking off horses one by one. But meanwhile, up front, at 50 to 1, King Guillermo now going to the lead. Here's King Guillermo on the outside, trying to pull a huge upset. Chancet is storming home on the outside. 
inside the final furlong. Do you believe this? King Yermo at 49 to 1. He doesn't just win it. He wins it off impressively. Sole Volante from absolutely last for second. Texas Swing was third. Relentless Dancer was fourth. And running time on the board, 142.63. Whoa, ho, ho. King Guillermo. Wow, what a race. And what a racehorse. King Guillermo was never more than a pace off of the lead, and he just took it over down the stretch. King Guillermo is by Uncle Mo out of the Dixieland band mare Slow Sand. King Guillermo was bred in Kentucky by Carhue Investments, Grouse Ridge Limited, and Marengo Investments, owned by Victor Martinez, trained by Juan Carlos Avila, ridden by Sammy Camacho. King Guillermo has four career starts and been in the money three times with earnings of just over $240,000. King Guillermo was a 2018 Keeneland September yearling where he did not meet his reserve price at 90000 And at the two-year-old in training sale in 2019, he did sell for $150,000. And I was able to talk to Juan Carlos Avila on the phone on Monday. He is the trainer of King Guillermo. And here's a portion of that interview. I apologize for any sound difficulty. We had some technical issues with the recording. After the sale, I talked to the to the owner, and I said, I like King Guillermo, and please um, sell me. And I buy the, the King Guillermo after the sale. Okay. Same day, same day. And go to start, my, in, in the first start, uh-huh. I talked to, talk to the owner, Victor Martinez, I, I am training uh, 1988. I am training horse trainer in Venezuela. Okay. And I, I talked to, to the owner. That is the best horse in my life, what I see. Ah, yeah. Because the workout is very nice. Yeah. And he, he comes to the start with maybe maybe 25 people to see the, the, the first race of King Guillermo in dirt. Wow. And he is in the last place, seventh place, uh-huh. very bad, very bad race. Yeah. Uh, I talked to um, to to Victor Martinez, the owner. I say I don't know what happened. Yeah. yeah. Go to the to the turf and do extraordinary race, win one and third place in one stake. But uh, Victor Martinez said to me that he want to prove. King Guillermo again in dirt. I say okay, uh-huh. and he say me in one stake that give points to the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, and go to go to Tampa Bay Derby, and well, it's history. He went went easy, yeah. and he's in, in in the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, he he uh, looked impressive. He looked impressive in that race. Yeah, very impressive. Yes. Um, so did you? When did you think he would be a good fit for the Tampa Bay Derby? Were you thinking about in that? Race. In the race? Uh, well, when did you think that um, maybe the Tampa Bay Derby would be the best place to run him? Okay, uh, I, because I think so that it's hard the, the race is in front of you or Tampa or, 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 or 
Georgia Derby, and I say to, it's more easy for for our. I think so. It's Tampa Bay. Yeah. And go to Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. For this reason. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is um. So, what are your plans for him? Are you going to run him again before Kentucky, or are you just no? Going we're going to re- go on next race is Kentucky Derby. Next race, Kentucky Derby. Okay, yes, that's sir, fantastic. Yes. Good deal. I, I think so. With fifty points, we are inside. You're using so? Yep. Yes. Yeah. With with fifty points, it's sure that we are in, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I noticed uh, as a two-year-old, you ran him uh-huh. twice. You know, in November. So you're gonna yeah. you're gonna wait though. Now you're gonna just next uh, race will be Kentucky Derby. Next race because you have a problem in the in the in the foot. Oh, okay. okay. Little, little problem. Okay. For this race. Oh, okay, so did did he come out of this race okay, other than the foot? Yes, he's perfect. He goes, he's in, uh, right now, he's in Savannah Farm, eight days in the paddock, and go to the golf ring next Monday, for okay. beginning oh. the trainer for the Kentucky Derby. Awesome, that's great. He has one week, one week in, in Savannah Farm, in Ocala. Okay, okay, great. Well, um, uh, is there anything else special you want to share with us about uh, this horse? I, I really. I, have one that I, I, I don't have a million for buy a horse, and I saw the horse in Greece in training. Yeah. And I like this horse. Not not too big. Not too big. Uh huh. The the legs is good, and I like this horse. Yeah. Uh, I I chose ten horses in this country. Yeah. Uh, I he had two years. I I I, I born three horse, ten horses, and one is Trophy Chasing and one is King Guillermo. I have lucky in the, for choice the horse. Oh, you know, uh, <laughs> it's interesting because Uncle Mo usually yes. he throws pretty big horses. So um, you say this King Guillermo is not too big, right? Not too big, not too big. maybe uh, one thousand pounds, no more. Okay, okay, yeah. He well, it was a certainly a fantastic race. Um, Thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah. And I certainly enjoyed talking with Juan Carlos Avila. And as you heard, uh, King Guillermo's next stop will be the Kentucky Derby. He earned fifty points for this win in the Tampa Bay Derby, and those fifty points are typically enough to secure him a spot in the list for the Kentucky Derby. And coming from well off the pace to finish second was Sole Volante. This three-year-old colt is by Caraconti out of the King Mambo Mare Light Blow, bred in Kentucky by Flaxman Holdings Limited, owned by Reeves Thoroughbred Racing, Andy Biancon and Limelight Stables Corp., trained by Patrick Biancon and ridden by Florent Giroux. Sole Volante has five career starts, been in the money all five times, with earnings now of $266,000. Sole Volante was a 2018 Keeneland September yearling, where he sold for just $6,000. And at the 2019 Ocala two-year-old in training sale, he sold for $20,000. And running third in this year's Tampa Bay Derby was Texas Swing. His three-year-old colt is by Curlin out of the Tisnow Mare Derby Eve. Bred in Kentucky by Susan Kasner, owned by Harold Ventures, LLC, 
trained by Todd Pletcher and ridden by Javier Castellano. Texas Swing has three career starts, but in the money twice, and earnings now of $48,000. Texas Swing was a 2018 Keeneland September yearling where he sold for $275,000. <laughs> And next up at Santa Anita Park on March the 7th was the Grade 2 San Carlos Stakes, going seven furlongs on the dirt for three-year-olds and up with a purse of $200,000. And they're off. Law-abiding citizen flies out of the gate. St. Joe Bay is flashing his speed, too, and he's up to take the lead. McHale is in third. At the rail, Flagstaff fourth, about three and a half off the pacemaker. Roadster is second to last, and Manhattan up, immediately guided to the outside, is the trailer. It's St. Joe Bay on the comeback, leading it by three-quarters of a length. Law Biden, Citizen, and McHale right together. Those three keeping the heat on one another, and that sets up nicely for Flagstaff, who's fourth and two and a half off the leader. Another four lengths back to Roadster. And Manhattan up just behind him. St. Joe Bay takes him to the three-eighth pole in front three-quarters of a length. Law Biden, Citizen, McHale three wide. Flagstaff getting closer in fourth. He has to go four wide, but he's only a half length off the pace. Big gap to Roadster and Manhattan up. A quarter to go. McHale the leader. Flagstaff immediately challenges. Law Biden citizen is one from the rails. St. Joe Bay on the fence. Roadster starts to pick it up. They're in the final furlong. And it's McHale's head in front. Flagstaff going with him. Roadster on the far outside as Flagstaff takes over with a sixteenth of a mile to go and pulls away. Roadster running on into second late. It will be Flagstaff to win the San Carlos. Roadster a rallying second, and McHale and Law Biden citizen. And Flagstaff takes the grade two San Carlos. This six-year-old colt is by Spikestown, out of the AP Indy Mare Indian Giving. Bred in Kentucky by Summer Wind Farm, owned by Lanes Inn Racing and Ronus Racing LLC, trained by John Sadler, and ridden by Victor Espinoza. And here's TVG's Brittany Erton with trainer John Sadler just after the race. With Flagstaff, this horse always shows up. What do you attribute his consistency to? He's just a really nice, hard-running gelding. Um, you know, one race he ran two turns and got injured a little bit. Other than that, he's been one-two every time. It's just a wonderful horse. Look at that high-quality form. You know, he's beaten a couple lengths in the, you know, with Shankalad and Omaha Beach. So he's a good horse. And for him to be four wide around that far turn, what were you thinking? Um, just keep him clear, you know. He does have a tendency to wait when he gets in front. So, um, you know, he, uh, he kind of lingered when he got up. I don't want him to get to the front too soon. This victory softened the blow a little bit from having to scratch gift box earlier with a, a minor wrenched ankle? Well, we have a bunch of runners today, so I'm hopeful. And, you know, it was a, it's a tough one, you know, when you scratch a favorite. But, you know, we're um, fighting another day. Good luck to you, and congrats. Flagstaff has 11 career starts now, been in the money 10 of those 11 times, with earnings now of just over $403,000. Flagstaff was a 2015 Phasic Tipton yearling, selling for $475,000. And coming from well off the pace to take second was the four-year-old Roadster. This Colts by Quality Road out of the Silver Ghost Mare Ghost Dancing, bred in Kentucky by Stone Farm, owned by Speedway Stable LLC, trained by Bob Baffert and ridden by Mike Smith. 
Roadster's got 11 career starts now, been in the money eight of those times, with earnings of just over $852,000. Roadster was a 2017 Keeneland September yearling, selling for $525,000. They're running third was the five-year-old gelding McHale. This gelding is by Congrats, out of the unbridled song mare Lofty Lizzie, bred in Maryland by Willow Oak Stable, owned by Carl Watson, Michael Pegram, and Paul Weltman. Trained by Bob Baffert and ridden by Drayden Van Dyke, Mikhail has got 11 career starts, been in the money six of those times with earnings of just over $156,000. Mikhail was a Keeneland September yearling in 2016, selling for $140,000. <laughs> Next up at Santa Anita on March the 7th was the Grade 1 Frank E. Kilrow Mile Stakes. This was going a mile on the turf for four-year-olds and up with a purse of $400,000. And they're off in the Frank E. Kilrow Mile. Kingley is sent out, but it's got Stormy a little bit quicker. River Boyne along the inside is part of the speed early on. Sash comes away in fourth, followed by Ohio in mid-pack. Down at the rail, True Valor is taken in hand. Desert Stone is eager in the early stages today. He's five lengths off the pace. Behind them, Frontier Market on the outside of Next Shares. And at the back of the field, Selwood. Kingley has the lead as they make their way onto the backstretch. Got Stormy's in a perfect spot second and Sash third. River Boyne at the rail is three lengths off the pace in fourth, followed by Ohio racing inside Desert Stone. Then True Valor. Next shares is a couple of lengths in front of Frontier Market, and Selwood continues at the back. Kingley takes him past the half-mile pole in the Frankie Kilrow mile, three-quarters of a length to Got Stormy second. River Boyne joins Sash. River Boyne saving every inch of ground at the rail, Ohio between those two. Desert Stone has four lengths to make up. True Valor inside of him, followed by Next Shares, Frontier Market, and Selwood. They're coming to the quarter pole, and Got Stormy is cut loose now. Takes the lead without being asked to do so. Kingley trying to fight back on the fence. Three lengths back. Next Shares swings into action. There's room now for True Valor, and River Boyne is running on very strongly. It's Got Stormy in front. River Boyne, True Valor, and Next Shares. Got Stormy just in front. River Boyne's trying to get her. River River Boyne got Stormy. River Boyne wins the Frankie Kilrow Mile. Got Stormy in next shares. They were right across the course. Wow, what a race and what a finish. Stacked full of heavy competition. The top three finishers in this race have combined earnings of over $4.5 million. And running across the line first was the five-year-old River Boyne. Bred in Ireland by Limestone and Terra Studs, River Boyne is by Dandy Man out of the Mark of Esteem mare Clitha. Owned by Red Baron's Barn LLC and Rancho Temescal LLC. Trained by Jeff Mullins and ridden by Abel Cedillo. River Boyne has 24 career starts now with earnings of just over $1.2 million, finishing in the money 18 of those 24 times. And River Boyne sold as a weanling in 2015 at Goff's for $21,000. Then in 2016 as a yearling at Goff's also sold for $72,000. And then at the Tattersell's sale in 2017 as a two-year-old in training sold for 97000 
And here is TVG's Brittany Erton with trainer Jeff Mullins. Nita is standing by with Jeff Mullins, but first I want to talk about River Boyne's groom, Erica, who was full of emotion after his victory. You said last time out you really wanted this for the groom. Why is that? Why is this connection so special between the two of them? Well, I mean, obviously they earn extra money when the horses win, and she's got a, she's got a family of kids, and it's just... It's nice for her to be able to have extra money for her family. And clearly, she, her heart is with this horse, I oh, can yeah, see. Yeah. yeah, that's for sure. Uh, for, you. for you. All of us. All, everybody, everybody that gets in touch. I'll walk with you into the winner's circle here. It, for him, his big comeback was last time out, but he's always had that grade one talent. Just express what this type of moment and victory for him means. It means a lot. I mean, he just, he just needed the trip, and he's got two beautiful trips under Abel, and it's been great. Congratulations. Thank you. And finishing second in her debut race for 2020 was the magnificent Got Stormy. This filly, of course, is by Get Stormy out of the Malabar Gold Mare Super Phoebe, bred in Kentucky by Mount Joy Stables, Pope McLean, Mark McLean, and Pope McLean Jr., owned by Gary Barber, trained by Mark Cassie, and ridden by Tyler Gaffleon. Got Stormy now has 20 career starts. She's been in the money 15 of those 20 times, and her earnings now are at $1.5 million. Got Stormy was a 2016 yearling at Keeneland, selling for $23,000. And as a two-year-old in training in 2017 at the Phasic Tipton Mid-Atlantic sale, she sold for $45,000. Quite a nice return on the investment in this filly. She is so much fun to watch run. Now, rounding out the field in third was the seven-year-old gelding Next Shares. Bred in Kentucky by Buck Pond Farm. Next shares is by Arch 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 out of the Evansville Slough Mare Two Dot Slough. Owned by Debbie Baltus, Richard Baltus, Julia Ivorone, Michael Ivorone, Jerry McClanahan, Jeremy Peskoff, Richie Robershaw, and Mark Taylor. Trained by Richard Baltus, ridden by Flavian Pratt. Next Shares now has 31 career starts, been in the money 14 of those 31 times, with earnings now of $1.7 million. Next Shares was a 2014 Phasic Tipton, October yearling, selling for $87,000. And at the Keeneland November sale in 2017, he sold for $190,000. <laughs> And up next at Santa Anita on March the 7th was the Grade 2 San Felipe Stakes. Going a mile and a 16th on the dirt for three rolls with a purse of $400,000. This was a derby prep race with points assigned to the top four finishers. And they're off in the San Felipe. Authentic bobbled slightly but recovers immediately and will vie for the lead. Thousand Words is up close and so is Storm the Court. Three of them across the track. Honor AP came away in good order and now settles in fourth along the inside with Wrecking Crew next. They're followed by Fort McHenry and Swag Sational. Authentic is the leader around the first turn. Opens up a length and a half. Storm the Court is in second and Thousand Words tucked in third. Two lengths off his stablemate with less than six furlongs to go. Honor AP has four lengths to make up. Wrecking Crew inches up outside of him. Then Fort McHenry in a gap of four to Swag Sational. Past the five-eighths they go in the San Felipe Stakes, chasing Authentic, who's in front by a length and a half. Storm the Court is asked to get closer in second. Thousand words, a comfortable third. Honor AP is fourth past the half-mile pole. He's four lengths off the lead. 
Wrecking crew is outside of him. The gray is Fort McHenry with six to make up, and it's a long way to Swag Sational. Authentic in charge around the turn. Clear by a length and a half to storm the court in second. Honor AP moves up on the outside, trying to get into second now. Then it's Wrecking Crew. Thousand words has lost ground. He's five lengths off Authentic as the field turns for home. Honor AP is coming after Authentic. Authentic the leader. Honor AP chasing with determination. Then storm the court there in the final furlong. And it's Authentic who's still very strong on the front end. And he pulls away with authority. Authentic is undefeated as he will romp in the San Felipe, a very easy two and a half lengths. Honor AP, a solid comeback. Storm the court third. Thousand words was fourth. And Authentic lives up to his name, easily winning the San Felipe Stakes. When Honor AP made a move down the stretch, Authentic responded and pulled away in nice fashion. He now has three wins and three starts and earnings of just over $331,000. Authentic is by Into Mischief, out of the Mr. Greeley Mayor Flawless. Bred in Kentucky by Peter E. Bloom Thoroughbreds, owned by SF Racing LLC, Starlight Racing, Manicat Stables, Frederick Hertrick, John Fielding, and Galconda Stables, trained by Bob Baffert and ridden by Drayden Van Dyke. And TVG's Brittany Erton caught up with Bob Baffert just after the race. Yeah, what were you thinking in the early stages as yeah. he was out there, 22-4 and four early? Well, you know, he stumbled a little bit leaving there, and I was a little bit, you know, anticipated that. And then I, But then he got up, he's such a, he's quick on his feet. And once he got him around the turn, I, I knew they were going quick, and I know a thousand words, he was a little bit closer. Probably learned a lot from him, doesn't want to be that close. Uh, and he sort of flattened out at the end. I was disappointed in him, but uh, the uh, when I saw the fractions, 22 and change, um, I know Jack Wolf says, is that pretty fast? And I says, it is fast, but he was doing it so easy. I mean, they're really good ones. They just do it easily, and um, and I just love the way he looked down the backside. And turning for home, I was just hoping. I saw Mike Smith coming with that, that good horse, and I thought, well, we'll see what he's made of right here. But And I was... Hoping, well, I hope he doesn't do his shenanigans because that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be good now. So, uh, but he handled it well, and he came back, and he wasn't tired, and so it, it's pretty amazing that he's just, you know, he's just a special horse, and and this is probably one of the toughest prep races that we've seen so far, and those are really good horses in there, and so, um, so we just hope, you know, they, they keep him healthy, and you know, we got another Sandy to Derby, he'll stay here and run in that, and the other horse, I'll just figure something out for him. When you take a look at the progression towards the Kentucky Derby with other horses that you've had in the past, where do you feel authentic is on the road? Right in line? Well, I mean, I don't like to compare my horses, you know, one race at a time, because uh, we still have a long ways to go. But it's, I mean, what I saw today, what we saw today, you want to see him, you know, doing it as easy as he did. I mean, he looked like he was enjoying himself out there, and I have to just keep him at that level for another, until... First Saturday in May. Right on track, then. Congratulations to you. Thank you. And running second was Honor AP. This three-year-old is by Honor Code out of the Wild Rush Mare Hollywood Story. Bred in Kentucky by George Krikorian. Owned by CRK Stable LLC. Trained by John Sheriffs and ridden by Mike Smith. Honor AP has three career starts, been in the money in all three of those tries, with earnings now of $122,000. Honor AP sold for $850,000 as a Phasic Tipton, New York 2018 select yearling. 
And running third was Storm the Court by Court Vision out of the Tijuana Run Mare, My Tijuana Storm, bred in Kentucky by Stepping Stone Farm, owned by David A. Burnson, LLC, X-Line Border Racing, LLC, Don Huddock and Susanna Wilson, trained by Peter Erton and ridden by Joel Rosario. Storm the Court has six career starts now, but in the money four times with earnings of just over $1.2 million. Storm the Court sold for just $5,000 in Fasig Tipton, February of 2018, and in 2019 at the Ocala two-year-old in training sale, sold for $60,000. Pretty nice return on their investment. And next up at Santa Anita on March the 7th was the Grade 1 Santa Anita Handicap, going a mile and a quarter on the dirt for four-year-olds and up with a purse of $600,000. Midcourt comes out smoothly, but it's Brown Storm who's going to the front. 235 is up close, and so is Multiplier. Midcourt is fourth in the early going, now moving up to take second, and Combatant is just outside of him. Hofberg second to last, endorsed at the back of the field. Six lengths covers them by the stands, and Brown Storm shows the way. Victor Espinosa has a nice hold on Midcourt in second, then it's 235, Multiplier and Combatant across the track. Hofberg is only four lengths off the lead and endorsed is outside of him. Around the first turn, it is Brown Storm leading by a length and a half. Midcourt is tracking him from second. Multiplier 235 and combatant still right together as are Hofberg and endorsed. Not much change since the gate opened. We have five and a half furlongs to go in the Santa Anita handicap. The long shot Brown Storm's in front by just about a length. Midcourt is tugging in second, and Multiplier is down on the rail. Combatant in the green silk sport, two and a half lengths off the lead. 235 has lost just a bit of ground, endorsed inching up outside of him, leaving Hofberg at the back of a fairly compact field. They've passed the half-mile pole. Brown Storm has been there throughout. Midcourt on the outside, and Multiplier is the gray on the fence. He's followed by Combatant, who now takes third around the far turn as Midcourt makes his move after Brown Storm. Midcourt, Brown Storm, head and head. Joined three wide by Combatant. Multiplier is just behind them in fourth. He's got some run, too. Endorsed is finding his best ride on the far outside as they turn for home. Combatant is up to take the lead. Multiplier at the rail. Midcourt in between them. Brown Storm running on. They're in the final furlong. In the center of the track, Combatant and Multiplier. Midcourt is fully extended between them. It's Combatant just in front. Multiplier and Midcourt. Combatant, Combatant or Multiplier. Combatant, another one. Win for Hironis Racing and John Sadler in the big cap. Joel Rosario aboard. Multiplier and Midcourt were very close. What an exciting finish to the Santa Anita handicap. And Combatant gets up to take the win. This five-year-old colt is by Scat Daddy out of the Boundary Mare Border Dispute. Bred in Kentucky by Paget Bloodstock. Owned by Hironis Racing. Trained by John Sadler and ridden by Joel Rosario. Combatant has 24 career starts, been in the money 13 times, and now has earnings of just over $1 million. As a 2016 yearling, Combatant sold at the Keeneland September yearling sale for $320,000. In 2019, at the Keeneland November sale, sold for $220,000. The running second was the six-year-old gelding multiplier, 
Multiplier is by The Factor, out of the trippy mare Trippy Street, bred in Kentucky by Mark Stansel, owned by Waxtell Stable, George Kerr and Gary Barber, trained by Peter Miller and ridden by Tyler Gaffleon. Multiplier has 25 career starts, been in the money 10 of those 25 times, with earnings now of $471,000. Multiplier was a 2014 Keeneland November weanling, settling for $62,000. As a yearling in 2015 at Keeneland, he RNA'd or did not sell for $220,000. And then there's a two-year-old in training in 2016 at the Calibreeder Cell. He RNA'd again for $120,000. The running third was the five-year-old gelding Midcourt. Bred in Kentucky by Dixiana Farms, Midcourt is by Midnight Loot, out of the French deputy mayor Mayo on the side. Owned by CRK Stable LLC, trained by John Sheriffs and ridden by Victor Espinoza, Midcourt has ten career starts now, been in the money eight of those ten times with earnings of just over $414,000. Midcourt was a 2016 Keeneland September yearling, selling for $450,000. And next up on this busy graded stakes weekend was the Grade 3 Honeybee Stakes at Oaklawn Park on March the 7th. This race was going a mile on the 16th on the dirt for three-year-old fillies with a purse of $300,000. And this race was a Kentucky Oaks prep race, so there are points assigned to the top four finishers. They're off. Ring leader broke beautifully, goes immediately to the front. She dares the devil and Mo two. Alta's award away in a fourth. Then comes Raggedy Annie and Turtle Tracks with 50 shades of green and Queen Bridget. Ring leader is unmanageable at the first turn. She's all over the place trying to run away and way out in the forepath. Ring leader, an absolute handful for David Cohen, wants to slow down. She will have none of it. Ring leader leads by two. Mo two and Alta's award, second and third. Then comes she. There's the devil. Fourth at the rail and two and a half off the lead. Queen Bridget is fifth. Raggedy Annie is sixth with four lengths to make up. Then comes Turtle Tracks and 50 Shades of Green is the trailer. Up the backstretch in the 33rd Honey Bee. Ring leader has settled down a bit, but she's still a cantankerous leader by two and a half lengths from Mo2 and Alta's award. They all buy eyeball each other and the front running ring leader she dares the devil gonna try to go through a tight spot at the rail fourth and two from the front queen bridget is two and a half lengths off the lead then comes turtle tracks raggedy annie and queen bridget ring leader still three furlongs from the money ring leader now only three quarters of a length from motu and alta's award queen bridget is four deep ring leader only leads by a half length at the quarter pole alta's award and motu come after her here comes motu to split horses ring leader at the rail motu alta's award to the outside and motu has taken over a short lead ring leader is battling on brave she dares the devil looks for a way through Alta's award to the outside Alta's award takes the lead she dares the devil splits horses for Joe Talamo Alta's award nice to switch leads she dares the devil Alta's award she dares the devil she dares the devil beats Alta's award Motu third Queen Bridget fourth what a beautiful ride by Joe Talamo on she dares the devil she was bottled up coming down the stretch behind a wall of three horses and patiently waited when there was a slight opening, Talamo urged her. She responded promptly and went right through and charged home to take the honeybee stakes. She dares the devil, not to be confused by the song of a similar title by Toto, She Knows the Devil. 
She Dares the Devil, was bred in Kentucky by Windstar Farm, LLC. She's by Daredevil, out of the Congrats Mare Starship Warspeed. Owned by Flurry Racing Stables, LLC, Guitar Racing Limited, and Big Alt Farms. Trained by Brad Cox and ridden by Joseph Talamo. She Dares the Devil has six career starts, spending the money five times now, with earnings of $297,000. She Dares the Devil was a 2017 Keeneland November Weanling, selling for $100,000. And then in 2018, at the Keeneland September Yearling Sale, she RNA'd, or did not meet her reserve price when the hammer struck at $20,000. In 2019, at the Keeneland November Breeding Stock Sale, she sold for $280,000. And running second in the Honeybee Stakes was Alta's Award. Bred in Kentucky by Mr. and Mrs. Al Mazzetti and Mr. and Mrs. Ed Orr, Alta's Award is by Tonalist, out of the Medaglia Mare Queen's Award. Owned by Ed and Susie Orr, trained by Steve Osmussen, and ridden by Ricardo Santana Jr., Alta's Award has four career starts, spending the money all four times now, with earnings of $119,000. And running third was Motu, bred in Kentucky by Kim and Roddy Nardelli, Motu is by Painter, out of the Eltishmere L. Bank Robber. Owned by Susan Moulton, David A. Burnson, LLC, and Magdalena Racing. Trained by Kenny McPeak and ridden by Brian Hernandez. Motu has six career starts, but in the money five times now with earnings of just over $161,000. As a weanling in 2017 at the Keeneland November sale, Motu RNA'd, or did not sell, when the hammer struck at $120,000. At the Phasic Tipton 2018 Select Yearling Sale in Kentucky, she did sell for $110,000. And also on March the 7th at Aqueduct, we had the Grade 3 Tom Fool Handicap. This was going six furlongs on the dirt for four-year-olds and up with a purse of $200,000. Happy Farm and Wentz go out for the early lead. Skyler's Scramjet, the gray on the extreme outside in third. Then Wonderful Light racing in fourth. Mr. Dougie Fresh is down at the rail in fifth. Mind Control is sixth at this point, four and a half lengths off the lead. At the back of the pack are Bon Raison and Cecilia Mike. Happy Farm shows the way here by three-quarters of a length over Wentz. The quarter, 22 and four-fifth seconds as they go around the far turn. It is Happy Farm and Wentz. They are 1-2. They have almost four lengths on Skyler's Scramjet and Wonderful Light. Mr. Dougie Fresh is fifth. Mind Control is sixth. Still about eight lengths from the lead. Then Bone Raison and Cecilia Mike. They're at the quarter pole. It is Happy Farm with the lead over Wentz. Happy Farm in front now by two and a half by three lengths. Ran the half in 46 seconds. Wentz is second. Mind Control is coming on now out in the middle of the track, but they're coming for the 16th pole. It is Happy Farm with the lead. Mind Control driving on the outside. Happy Farm trying to hang in here. Here's Mind Control, and he got there. Mind Control, oh, does he love Aqueduct. He wins the Tom Fool handicap from off the pace. Six furlongs in one minute, ten and four-fifths seconds. What a beautiful stretch run for Mind Control. This four-year-old Colt was bred in Kentucky by Red Oak Stable, and he's by Stay Thirsty out of the Lightning and Thunder Mare Feel That Fire. Owned by Red Oak Stable and Mattacat Stables, 
trained by Gregory Sacco and ridden by Junior Alvarado. Mind Control now has 12 career starts, and he's been in the money 10 times. And he now has earnings of just over a million dollars. And running second was the six-year-old gelding Happy Farm. Happy Farm was bred in Florida by Russellwood Farm and is by Ghost Zapper out of the Holy Bull Mare Gospel Girl. Owned by M&A Racing Limited and trained by Jason Service and ridden by Jose Lascano. Happy Farm has 21 career starts and has been in the money 16 times with earnings now of just over $462,000. Happy Farm was a 2015 Ocala Breeders yearling where he sold for $45,000. And running third in the grade three tomfool handicap was Bon Raison. Bred in Kentucky by Calumet Farm, Bon Raison is by Raison d'Etat, out of the French deputy mayor Padmore, owned by Flying Peace Stable and trained by Michael Tenuzzo, ridden by Eric Cancel. Bon Raison has 39 career starts, been in the money 20 of those 39 times, with earnings of just over $587,000. <laughs> Next up on March the 7th at Aqueduct was the Grade 3 Gotham Stakes. This was going a mile on the dirt for three-year-olds with a purse of $300,000. And this was a derby prep race with points awarded to the top four finishers. And they're off in the Gotham. And mischievous Alex came away well and is going out for the early lead. On the outside is Untitled and in between horses there and coming on through now is war stopper and then down at the rail it is informative at the fence, it's Celtic Striker. Up the back stretch, War Stopper is the leader. Celtic Striker runs in second. Mischievous Alex is now back in third. On the outside is Untitled, who's racing in fourth. Informative is fifth. That is Flapjack in sixth. As attachment rate moves up in between horses from seventh. And then it's Necker Island in eighth. Far outside is first deputy in ninth. Montauk Traffic runs in tenth. And a break of four to Sixto, who trails the field in eleventh. The three-year-olds. Head for the far turn, the quarter in 23 and 2, the half mile in 47 and 1. Mischievous Alex is now up to Polka, nose in front. Down on the inside is War Stopper. Untitled has gained ground. Then long shots, Flapjack and First Deputy. War Stopper now drops out of it, passed there by Attachment Rate and Necker Island. Three of them across as they come for the top of the stretch. It is Mischievous Alex, untitled, and on the outside, it's Flapjack, Mischievous Alex, down at the rail, trying to hang in there for another eighth of a mile. It is Mischievous Alex. Attachment rate is gaining from the back of the pack. Untitled is there. Then Flapjack. On the outside is Sixtoe. Mischievous Alex has a three-length lead, and he's going to win the grade three Gotham. Mischievous Alex. It was close for second between Untitled and Attachment Rate. The mile in 138 and 4. And Into Mischief has yet another three-year-old on the Derby Trail. Mischievous Alex wins the Grade 3 Gotham. He is by Into Mischief out of the Spikestown Mare White Pants Knight, bred in Kentucky by Windstar Farm, owned by Cassius King LLC and LC Racing, trained by John Service, and ridden by Kendrick Carmouche. Mischievous Alex has seven career starts now, but in the money six times. He has earnings of just over $344,000. Mischievous Alex 
It's a 2018 Keeneland September yearling where he sold for just 75000 As a two-year-old in training in 2019 at Ocala, he sold for $140,000. And if you keep in track, two of the three three-year-old Colts that won the Derby prep races this weekend were by Into Mischief. The other one was by Uncle Mo. A finishing second was Untitled. Bred in Florida by Brent and Crystal Fernig, Mike Sebastian Jr. and Mike Sebastian. Owned by Gary Barber and Mike Sebastian. Trained by Mark Cassie and ridden by Junior Alvarado. Untitled is by Cozon, out of the elusive quality mare, Cindy says. He's got four career starts, been in the money three times, with earnings now of just over $95,000. He was a 2018 Phasic Tipton fall yearling, where he RNA'd at 45000 And rounding out the field in third was attachment rate. This colt was bred in Virginia by Mr. and Mrs. C. Oliver Iselin III, owned by Jim Bakke and Gerald Isbister, trained by Del Romans and ridden by Luis Saez. Attachment rate is by Hardspun out of the fleet Alex Mare Aristra. Attachment rate now has four career starts, been in the money three times with earnings of just over $71,000. Attachment rate was a 2017 Keeneland November Weanling, selling for 100000 And then as a 2018 Keeneland September Yearling, he sold for 200000 And so let's take a look at the points standing for the 2020 Kentucky Derby. Authentic has 60. Ette Indian has 54. Mischievous Alex, Modernist, and King Guillermo all have 50. Enforceable with 33. Storm the Court with 32. Soleil Volante with 30, Thousand Words with 25, Tis the Law with 22, Silver Prospector with 21, Honor AP, Major Fed, Candy Tycoon, Untitled, all have 20, Shotsky has 19, Independence Hall, Silver State, Azul Coast have 14, and Shoplifted has 13. That's your leaderboard for the 2020 Kentucky Derby. Rounding out the weekend's graded stakes action, on March the 8th at Santa Anita, we had the Santa Isabel Stakes. This was a grade 3 race going a mile and a 16th on the dirt for three-year-old fillies with a purse of $100,000. This was a Kentucky Oaks prep race, so there are points awarded to the top four finishers. And they're off. Donna Veloce did not have a smooth beginning. She stumbled a bit. Gajetta goes right to the front. Tis fake news. Speech is in between them. Donna Veloce is now headstrong, but she has to wait at the back of the field as they move into the first turn. And at the rail, it is Gajetta with a narrow advantage. Speech is in second. Tis fake news third. Donna Veloce will be right behind them in fourth, about two and a half off the pace. It's another three back to Page Ann, and Story Blue is at the back. They move on to the backstretch with Gajetta just in front. Speech in between rivals, tis fake news third. Flavian Pratt has Donna Veloce settled down now in fourth, still about two and a half lengths off the pace. Another length back to Paige Ann, who's getting a little bit closer, and Story Blue at the back. Half mile to go in the Santa Isabel. Gajetta and Speech are 1-2. Donna Veloce now going after them in third. Tis fake news back to fourth. At the rail, Paige Ann 
has guided to that inside spot, about four lengths off them, and then Story Blue. Around the turn, Gajeta's speech joined three wide by Donna Veloce. Another three back to Paige Ann in fourth, then Story Blue and Tiz Fake News. They're a quarter of a mile from home. Speech is the new leader, tackled by Donna Veloce. Gajeta has asked for a bit more in third. They're at the top of the stretch, and Donna Veloce is let loose now, and she runs away from Speech. Gajeta and all the rest. Donna Veloce is returning in style, opening up through the lane. She's in front by four lengths past the 16th pole. Speech is in second. Story blue belatedly. Donna Veloce, a promising comeback. Speech was second. Story blue third. Photo for fourth between Paige Ann and Gajeta. Yeah, Donna Veloce looks absolutely superb in a Santa Isabel. This three-year-old filly is by Uncle Mo out of the Montview Mare Coin Broker. Bred in Kentucky by Coin Broker Syndicate. Owned by Kaleem Shaw Incorporated, Mrs. John Magnier, Michael Tabor, and Derek Smith. Trained by Simon Callahan and ridden by Flavian Pratt. Donna Veloce has been in the money in all four of her career starts with earnings now of $490,000. Donna Veloce was a 2018 Keeneland September yearling, selling for 450000 And as a two-year-old in training at the Phasic Tipton 2019 sale, she went for $800,000. And running second was Speech, bred in Florida by Gail Rice. This three-year-old filly is by Mr. Speaker, out of the Freud Mayor Scribbling Sarah. Owned by Eclipse Thoroughbred Partners, trained by Mike McCarthy, and ridden by Giovanni Franco, Speech has... Four career starts, been in the money all four times, with earnings now of $61,000. In 2018, at the Ocala Winter Mixed Sale, speech went for $65,000. Phasic tipped in July in 2018 as a yearling. RNA'd or did not meet a reserve when the hammer struck at $95,000. 2019, at the two-year-old in training sale, she did sell for $190,000. And finishing third was Story Blue, bred in Kentucky by Don Alberto Corporation. This filly is by Empire Maker, out of the Bernardini Mare Spare Change. Owned by Don Alberto Stable, trained by Bob Baffert and ridden by Drayden Van Dyke, Story Blue has four starts, been in the money all four times, with earnings now of just over $63,000. And with that, let's look at the leaderboard for the Kentucky Oaks. Finite has 70 points. Donna Veloci has 62. Tonalist Shape, 60. Water White has 54. British Idiom and She Dares the Devil have 50. Alta's Award, Spice is Nice, Speech have 20. Motu has 16. Lake Avenue, 15. Wicked Whisper, Seren, Venetian Harbor, Lucrezia, Harvey's Little Goyle, Swiss Skydiver, Dream Marie, and Story Blue have 10. And rounding out the top 20 is Tempers Rising with 7. Hello, I'm talking with my friend Shay Stewart, who's a trainer based out of Oak Lawn. Hey, Shay, welcome to the show. Hey, Dan. Thanks. Hey, how are you? Thanks doing, for having me. Yeah, man, doing good. So how's the meat going? Oh, pretty good so far. Uh, you know, a lot of money here, but uh, yeah. I think, you know, we're holding our own 1-1 so far. So good. for eight, eight horse outfits, not too bad. Yeah, so. yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. It's a pretty good... Uh, Long meet there, isn't it? I mean, from like end of January through May. Yeah, the only problem is just 
just that I mean it takes so long to start. You know, we start two weeks later now than we usually do. We used to start middle of January, and it seems like there's kind of a long gap between. But once uh, the end of the meet comes around, there's plenty of options towards the end. So it's 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 good, and then, you know it softens up here. I think towards the end just a little bit because everybody wants to go get that Kentucky money. So oh yeah, uh, yeah, it's a good place to be for yeah. sure. Has the um has the coronavirus thing? Have they announced anything down there for Oklahoma? I think actually today they just put out a press release that said that uh, nothing's changing as of now. They're just going to uh, sanitize everything more and uh, and uh, take more precautions, I guess. So as of now, you know, no big no big changes. So yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it stays that way. Yeah, that'd be great. I just saw a, a news thing come across that Keeneland's going to start to meet without spectators. Um. Yeah, I, I, you know, that, that kind of worries me in a way. Yeah. I don't know how that's really going to it's, it's a spectator's oh it is it is it's like kind of hard to do that you know like they're canceling all these basketball games now and i know NBA, so. yeah. i don't know it's 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 scary I, I hopefully uh hopefully they're just airing to the side of caution but uh i don't know it's uh it doesn't seem good right now so oh yeah yeah i just got a notice 15 minutes to post you got a horse running Oh, well, he scratched today. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, uh, yeah, I got noticed, too, that, you know, hockey, I'm a big hockey fan, so and they, they've suspended the season, I think, just like the NBA, so uh, I'm yeah, kind of sad with that. Uh, I mean, it's definitely something to be concerned about. I mean, I thought for, at first, I thought it was just, you know, something yeah. that wasn't going to be too big of a deal, but it seems to uh, yeah. cause an effect, especially <laughs> in the stock market, so. Oh. <laughs> So we got a big weekend coming up. Uh, what are you, any thoughts on the Rebel? Um, I don't know. I'm kind of anxious to see what happens. Uh, I think they didn't get as big of a field as they were hoping. I don't know if that has to do with the coronavirus or whatnot. Uh, yeah. But uh, I don't see why it would. But they only got eight horses going forward. But looks to be pretty competitive. Uh, Baffert only shipped one over. Uh, anxious to see how that one runs. He's only ran one turn. So oh, okay. Uh, I think it would be a big step up for him. Uh, yeah. Asmussen has a couple, uh, he's three in there actually, but two look pretty tough to me. Uh, the one that won the uh, Southwest, and uh, he's got another one that won the Hopeful. Uh, so I'm hoping uh, Basin won the Hopeful, and Silver Prospector already won the uh, Southwest here. So uh, I don't know. I, 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 look for one of, I look for I like Silver Prospector the best uh, yeah. in it, and then it's kind of, then they got the Louisiana horse, uh, Tom Amos's No Parole. Any thoughts on uh, the Derby? Who, who you got any? Uh, um, I don't know. It seems kind of wide open to me right now. Uh, yeah. I've watched you know most of the preps uh, live or on replays by sure, and uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I kind of like that one horse that uh, tis the law in Florida. He uh-huh. uh, he seems like a seems like a good horse. I hope uh, hope everything goes well for him, and yeah. uh, just kind of waiting for Baffert to unleash all of his horses and see how they uh, <laughs> kind of stack up. And yeah. uh, he's always hard to leave out of anything. So yeah. it's uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm anxious to see if, if, if you know since Keeneland's not going to have people there. I mean, I don't even I don't understand how they're going to have fans at Churchill. I know. Yeah, uh, uh, that that might impact I don't the Derby. Know, it's kind of an interesting. Uh, yep. You know, I never. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. It's, yeah, uh, I'm just so, hoping, hoping for the best for sure. Well, absolutely, I know. Me too. What What about the um, this ruling this this week? You know, on the um, the doping. Sorry, I couldn't hear you. What about the ruling this week on the doping? You know? Oh, all the FBI indictments. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, 
Providence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's a. Uh, it's kind of been a bad week, I guess. But uh, I think overall that's going to be good for everybody. Uh, you know, both both those trainers that are in the indictment. Uh, you know, they they went at abnormally amount amount of races and uh, take away from a lot of other people. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I let the you know I let the courts play it how they need to do it, but uh, yep. it sure seems like they have a lot of uh, incriminating evidence on them. Yeah. For, Doing bad stuff. You so know, hopefully it'll clean everything up and we can all make some money. That would be great. <laughs> you know, I think it'll it's good for the sport. You know, because if you play by the rules, you know you you should not be punished. But if you don't, then <laughs> you know I think it'll help clean up things. Uh, yeah, I mean it's almost one of those things. Like you know, I think they just thought they were too big to fail and uh, that they had a lot of horses and they pretty much popped up. Yeah. One yeah. racing meet a year, pretty much, and then they were contributing to the, some other ones. And you know, I just hope it cleans up everybody. You know, from the management, from the uh, officiating, on down to uh, the actual players in the game. Absolutely, so, well, absolutely. I think it, I, I think it's good overall. It's it's, it's going to be a, kind of a bad uh, bad repercussion right away, but overall, it's going to be good. I think. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what are your thoughts on maximum security going over to uh, Bob Baffert now? Yeah, I mean, I think that was, you know, I mean, they've already used Bob Baffert before the West, and, uh, you know, I guess that makes the most sense for them. I'm, I'm anxious to see because uh, the training styles seem to be a lot different from uh-huh. service, how he would work them real slow, and, and then Baffert likes a lot of speed. So uh-huh. we'll, we'll see how he likes the horse, and hopefully the horse, you know, takes to his program fine, and, uh, and I hope he's a good horse, you know, right. not just, you know, I, I, overall I hope he's a good horse, and it just wasn't the... Uh, the performance enhancers that yep. were really making him better than he was. I, yeah. you know, I just hope it, hope it comes out good and everything. I'm yeah. not sure if anybody's going to get any good out of him, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's got all the good horses. Yeah, so yeah. That's true. And, you know, you have a connection uh, indirectly to uh, maximum security. Yeah, yeah, actually, I do. I got a. I claimed a mare at Monmouth a couple of years ago. Her name is Lex Parlay, and I, uh, I never got a racer back. She had kind of a bad knee, and uh, anyway, she ended up having her family took off. Uh, her sister's baby won the hopeful Grade One at Saratoga, and then he actually won another Grade One at Saratoga. The uh, um, it was the. Uh, uh, the Jimmy Jerkins, it used to be the uh, King's Bishop, set yeah. for a long race for three-year-olds, yeah. and uh, that's her sister's baby. His name is Mind Control, and then actually, to, like straight up on maximum security, the only horse that ever finished in front of him in a race was uh, that's Carly's little brother. King. His name is King for a day, yeah. so he yeah. just came back the other day. He, he ran against maximum security in the Haskell and got checked, and yeah. uh, he ended up getting hurt. So um, yeah, yeah. He, he just ran his first race back the other day. So he's great at stakes play now so yep. yeah uh, but yeah, she's and she's coming over to your farm on saturday so oh good deal looking forward baby, so. it'll be great to have let's parlay back on the farm looking forward to seeing her really enjoy talking to shay and juan carlos and that's going to do it for a heavily packed weekend of march the 7th and the 8th 2020 and i hope your horses are leading the pack when you see them running down the stretch.